With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino. With cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChumpaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey guys, it's Anthony from Maze and Brew. Really quickly here, before you get into our latest episode, stop what you're doing and make sure you're subscribed to Maze and Brew Podcast and please leave us a five-star review. Here's what's going to happen. If you do this, you're going to get all of our shows sent right to your phone and in your pocket first before anyone else, before it goes up on the website, anything. Mason Brew is going to deliver you five podcasts a week, Monday through Friday, plus a post-game show after football and basketball games. So for your quickest analysis and instant Michigan-centric content, head on over to Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. Leave us a review and hey, tell your friends to stop by and subscribe too. No one else is doing this right now. We're excited to roll this out. So that's it. Let's get on to the show. All right. Welcome into closing time on Maze and Brew here on the SB Nation Podcast Network. I'm Anthony Brew. I am your host for this uh, little adventure I'm about to take you on. We're here. Uh, this is our Friday show here on the last day of the week of the first week of our new little podcast schedule. Um, so we're excited to be here. Something new we're going to try out here. Um, and glad to have the person we have with us today. So I'll intro him now. But first of all, I mean, so this is basically how things are going to work here. So this is the Friday edition of the Maze and Brew podcast. You've heard all of our game coverage this week. You've heard the prep for the season leading up to today. And what I've always wanted to sort of do was kind of have a program where it's just me sitting down with someone one-on-one, or in this case, we're doing it over the phone. He's already here with us. Uh, just kind of having a conversation with people we know, people we love in the Michigan sphere, in sports, could be my friends in general, whatever it is. 
today's guest that I'm about to intro fits the bill for both. And, and the goal is kind of just an easy, light listen heading into the weekend. So that's what we're here to provide. So into the intro now. So not to uh, downplay who's here today. Uh, there may have been bigger name people out there. There may have been a superstar interview out there for me, but really the first guest for me to bring onto this program, in my opinion, is is kind of the only person in my brain that it could have been. Uh, our industry and, and Michigan coverage in general is competitive as hell, uh, but this is someone who I consider not only you know one of the more respective people on the Michigan beat that I cross paths with, but someone that I sort of, uh, not sort of, someone that I do consider a true friend. Uh, it's a guy who I go back with several years, someone who not, you know, not only sort of kicked off my career, but has also sort of grown. Um, I won't say that we've grown alongside of each other because that sounds weird, but um, the trajectory for both of us has been there. Um, there is no Mason Brew as we know it today without this guy. He's a former podcast partner of mine. Um, there is no where we're heading without him. There is... There's no me period in this industry kind of without the jump start from him. So uh, I'm, of course, talking about the one and only Josh Henschke. He's the managing editor of the Michigan Insider and the former managing editor here at Mason Brew, uh, my predecessor. Josh, uh, that's kind of it for me blowing smoke yeah. up your ass. But how are you doing today? I'm, uh, I'm doing great. I don't even know how to respond to that. Uh, thank you very much for the kind words. It means a lot. Um, don't don't downplay the uh, the fact that you got yourself where you are because of hard work not just because of me Stop promoting it. you but Stop you it. also you also work hard so don't 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 play that well, well we're not here to talk about me today i appreciate that uh we're not here to talk about me today we're going to talk about you um which i don't know you are i don't know if you're not i won't say you're a private guy but sometimes i get the feeling you're a little bit of a tough egg to crack so we're gonna i think i'm gonna try and crack <laughs> a little bit today if uh, if that's all right with you, Mr. Hey, I'm, I'm perfectly fine with that. All right. So the Josh Henschke story, I, in order to tell that, you sort of have to go back to the beginning. Uh, some people may realize this. Other people may not. You're actually Australian. Yes. Correct. correct. Yep. I was, uh, I was uh, born there. Yeah. So talk about – let's – here comes the talk about question, the one I hate during press conferences. <laughs> but uh, – <laughs> talk about i guess your time across the pond and, and what you remember across the pond like you're from great britain or something uh but what you remember from sort of being over there as a kid and then the process that led to you guys coming over here yeah so um yeah i was born in uh in adelaide australia um south australia to be exact if you want to go by uh states and, and things like that but um yeah yeah I, I i lived there up until the year 2000 so i was i was 10 when I eventually moved over to the States. So I had a good chunk of time that I can look back on fondly in my time in Australia. Um, you know, so the, it's not like I was super young and can't remember much. You know, I do remember a good, a good percentage of my time there as I spent, you know, obviously went through school there and, um, and just, and just experiencing, you know, up to the first 10 years of my life. So, I mean, it's, there are a lot of a lot of fond memories, and, and the funny thing is, and I know this probably will, will sound cliche as all hell, but you know, a lot of my a lot of my favorite memories of my time there has to do with sports. You know, it's just I grew up, you know, watching Australian rules football, cricket, and things like that. So, 
you know, and I, and I still do today as, as much as I can, you know, considering the time difference is kind of difficult, but yeah, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the memories I have, you know, are, are just, you know, have to do with sports or, or playing sports with my dad or my grand, my granddad and things like that. Um, but, but yeah, so, um, I moved, moved to America in, in, in 2000. Uh, my parents were divorced and my mom remarried someone, uh, remarried an American who basically I'm, I'm fortunate enough to say that I have two dads. Um, and, and yeah, so I've been here ever since, since 2000, you know, lived with my, lived with my dad and, and my stepdad and my mom and, and my two sisters before I moved out on my own uh, a few years ago. So, yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it's funny. Like that, my time, it, it's like people always ask me these questions about Australia and stuff. And really, in the grand scheme of things, it, it, it's they're, t- I mean, yes, they're two totally different countries with two totally different cultures, so to speak. But you know, they're they're very similar in a lot of ways. I mean, they're not like it's not like yeah. they're behind the times in terms of technology and things like that, or, or infrastructure, or whatever. It's just obviously, you know, there's just different types of things that people do, you know, in, in the daily day to day that might not be, you know, normal, excuse me, normal here. So, yeah, that's kind of the the long end of things, you know. I mean, I can always get more more so specific. It, it, <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it's it's a. I think most, I mean, I guess we can technically call you an immigrant, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. is that? Yeah. I, I can't, I so can't I run for president. Most... So got that going for me. <laughs> well, well, that's a huge yeah. bummer. Cause I think, uh, <laughs> we could use a little of that Josh Hentke leadership yeah. right now, but, uh, yeah, I think that's immigration stuff in general. Like I think a lot of people in their brains, especially kind of with the way things are now and, and we don't need to go down that road, but, right. um, it's, it's not like you, showed up like on a plank of driftwood and no. just made it to the no. US. Like things were still things were still pretty normal for you. Yeah. So well, that's cool. Um so why and <laughs> this is a question I ask myself every morning and and really a lot of times when paychecks come in, why writing? Why was that the path that you took? Yeah. Uh did like you, you sort of hinted at sports being part of your childhood and something you remember. Um did you always kind of feel like being a creative was something that was going to appeal to you and, and a path you kind of wanted to go down? Yeah, I think, you know, that was like the one thing I was good at, you know, I, I at school. Like, I was awful at, like, math, science. Th- those two, you know, those two topics were just awful for me at school. I was just really, really bad at them and just this, just what it is. And, and, and you know, English and, you know, social studies and and, and you know, history and all that stuff. That was, that was my thing. Like that was the one thing I could, you know, point to and be like, all right, this is the stuff. This is good. Like I, I want to, you know, like this is the stuff I'm good at. And here, this is the work to show you that, you know, this is what I'm good at and passionate about. And so when it came down to college, I actually entered college as a business major because I wanted to be a lawyer um, when first entering college. And then I kind of, straight away from being a, a, from a lawyer to kind of just wanting to explore general business to see, you know, how, where that would lead. And then, you know, that, which required me to take a math course and, and 
in uh, in college, and I absolutely hated it and just despised the whole and semester. Therein, therein lies the monkey. Yeah, bunch. right. And then I'm like, okay, so you know, this is not this is not for me. So, um, you know, we were fortunate enough. At, I went to University of Michigan Flint. Um, they were fortunate fortunate enough to have a, a journalism program, and you know, journalism kind of right that runs in my family a little bit so to speak um you know my uncle worked for a newspaper in in australia my cousin wrote a little bit um you know for a little while my mom you know funnily enough kind (laughs) of wrote for a a a local newspaper just kind of her little columns just went when we first arrived to to michigan and wrote a little column about you know adapting to life in america and things like that i mean that 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 lasted for a little while. So, I mean, like writing has always kind of been in the family. You know, my granddad obviously was, was really good at writing as well. And, um, yeah. And so I thought, you know what, why not look into it? You know, I thought writing, it just kind of made sense for me because that's what I was good at. Um, and it may or may also not involve me not taking a math course, probably played a huge factor in that as well. But, uh, yeah, it's just it was just something that I was passionate about. And then, you know, sports just kind of made sense too. Like I, you know, I was a huge sports still am a huge sports nerd. Knew, you know, I, I paid a lot more attention back then to stats of other players than I do kind of now, but you know, I still kind of keep up to date with everything that's going on, try to remain knowledgeable about all that stuff. But then I just, you know, I eventually married the thing two things together and you know, a couple of things fell into place and, and, and here we are. So that's kind of the, that's, yeah, it just, it just, with the long story short is just, it just kind of made sense for me. Nothing else made sense except the writing essentially. Yeah. Yeah. I, I totally relate to that. I mean, I, when I was a kid uh, in terms of the creative stuff, I mean, I think the very first sort of, you know, what was your dream job as a kid? You always hear people say, I want to be a police officer, a fireman or an astronaut. I think I seem to remember, I think it was fourth grade. We did some kind of jobs presentation where um, you'd make the big poster board and you'd stand out in the hallway during an open house. Mm-hmm. And you'd explain what it is and all that. Uh, I wanted to make like write comic books. Like that was sort of my, my foot in, not my foot in the door. Like me and my friends, when I was in like fourth or fifth grade, we made comic books and but they they weren't very nice. Uh, they made fun of like some of the lunch ladies and things like that. <laughs> but uh, you know it was <laughs> it was an outlet. And then I think it wasn't until like for me personally, um, I toured um, the high school. I wanted you know I'm a graduate of Trenton High School. Uh, they had a television studio in there, and that's kind of where I started. Was like, okay, maybe media is the thing. It was maybe television or radio. Um, had journalism classes there as well. Um, so yeah, I definitely, at some point, like that spark, I feel like kind of goes off when you're young yeah. and then you either, you either follow it or you don't. I mean, some people are just, some people want to write and, and just aren't good at it. Mm-hmm. And that's where maybe people end up. And there are good writers who don't end up pursuing it anyways, but that's when people become, you know, nurses or doctors, which maybe they're the smart people because they're making a hell of a lot more money than we probably ever will. <laughs> but, um, you know, with, with our, or with sort of that spark, that, that interest in the field, 
sometimes you just kind of have to sit down and and make your own luck because when you're first starting out, opportunities aren't there. Oh no, um, absolutely not. And that's that sort of fits into what the next thing I wanted to talk to you about was. And that's the first pro I believe this was your first project and you can kind of, this is your form to set the record mm-hmm. straight, but um, you started up a little blog that uh, RIP no longer exists. It has gone through a rebranding, the big house report. Was that the first kind of, um, and it was like for one of the, we see these little Michigan blogs pop up and disappear all the time. Mm-hmm. That was for three or four years. Like, of the smaller Michigan blogs, that was like a pretty big, big deal. Was that your first kind of project? Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to remember. There was one before I started the Big House Report. There was one blog that I wrote for a little bit, um, and I can't remember the name of it. It's like, yeah, I, I can't remember it, but it was through Blogspot. So, which kind of prompted me to say, all right, maybe I just want to kind of do my own thing and write about stuff. So, yeah, like you said, it's kind of, you know, creating creating your own your own luck. Um, you know, I it's it's funny to this day I still don't know how the Big House report got to where it was today because I wasn't exactly breaking news and I wasn't exactly well, uh, writing news either. That's that's where I'll stop you. I'll stop you right there because I was re- like the writing was good. You don't see that with these pop-up ho-dunk little blogs that a lot of times it just disappear. Yours didn't disappear. And I'm, again, I'm not kissing your ass. Like the writing was obviously legitimately good because we're sitting here having this conversation in totally different fields down, you know, places down the mm-hmm. line. So that's the thing that stood out to me is that when I looked at that site and that's kind of, you know, and we'll get into sort of my background there too, but that to me was sort of where, like, that's where it all started and, the, the content was good and it was well thought out. It was well written. Mm-hmm. So I think that's a big thing too. Like it seemed like, and maybe you went through some of those growing pains, but to me, like it seems like maybe you were kind of a natural. Does that sort of feel accurate? It, it, it's funny because I've tried to do other, write about other areas of sports like lions and tigers and stuff like that. And it just, it doesn't, I don't know. It's weird. Like the, I, I know, I, I tend to think I, I know Michigan football for the most part. Obviously, I, I'm not all-knowing and, you know, an expert by any means. But that was the one thing that I knew I could write about and and say, okay, this is this is good, not say, all right, well, this is crap and, you know, this is, this is awful. It sounds like I don't know what I'm talking about. But And that's not to say I, I, I won't be open to, you know, writing about other teams down the line or anything like that, if that's ever, you know. Yeah, uh, hundreds, hundreds of hiring managers just crossed you. Yeah. <laughs> Don't even. Right. right. If anyone's listening, no, I'm just kidding. Not really. But it, it, it's, yeah, it just, the, the Michigan, I mean, it, it's funny because I started out being a, a Michigan football guy, like a, a writer of, of Michigan football. Now, you know, just to fast forward a little bit, not to get too far ahead, but now I kind of consider myself a more of a basketball guy, which is kind of which is kind of funny because I never, I never wrote about basketball when I started that website. You know, I, it was that place was my, I guess my outlet to share my thoughts, but also a place to, you know, hopefully get recognized and and 
you know, rise the ranks, so to speak. And it, and it certainly served its purpose. Um, it, it did what I wanted it to do. You know, ultimately, I was hoping to make a few bucks off the site. You know, it, it got to that. It got to that point. It wasn't anything, you know, crazy. But you know, it was. It was. It was a. It was a love project. You know, it was. You know, it was a work of a work of love, and you know, it, it definitely it was an area. I feel like I was more, I guess, loose in terms of my opinions um, on on the Big House Report than I am right now. And that's not to say that, you know, I'm being censored or anything like that. It's just, you know, I'm I'm kind of more focused on, you know, the facts and news. And this is this is what we're provided. This is what I'm providing you compared to this is what I think. And, you know, what do you think of what I think? You know, it's it's. It's yeah. it's two and, and those things are two totally different things. Could I do opinion pieces on on the Michigan Insider? Absolutely, but it's just right now I'm just I mean I'm so focused in. You've got right, a role exactly. You've exactly. got a role exactly. So yeah, I mean so that kind of I guess that, that kind of helped me separate myself from others. I guess that you know that I could formulate my own opinions and those opinions are what people agreed upon and I wasn't, you know, sensationalizing for clicks. I, I, I definitely cared about my image uh, and how I portrayed myself to others. And, and those, you know, if that image got to, to the Michigan football program, then great. If not, then, you know, I definitely, I definitely wanted to be, it was a place to be professional first and foremost, you know, if I wanted that to serve right. as something, well, you also, shout out to Mark, the Nomad. You also had a podcast called The Sophisticated Bummer. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I do miss that podcast. I kind of I kind of wish that Mark and I would. We, we still talk about it from time to time. You know, it'd be great to, to get yeah. the podcast with Mark going again. But, you know, he's... Well, maybe maybe I can orchestrate some kind of reunion. I, I have some pull with him. Yeah, that's he does some. That's work for true, us, so. but you know, he also has four children, so I, I don't really blame the I don't really blame the guy <laughs> if he doesn't have the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's a hard man to track yeah. down. Um, so big house report things went really well there. Mm-hmm. Um, about we'll we'll do the Tarantino thing and kind of jump to another story here for sure. A second. Uh, my background in writing started with i was on one of those um i mean I'll, I'll say it here i was on a blog called my first kind of foray into this sphere that i'm in now was a blog called bleed blue recruiting uh started by one of my friends named kyle shout out kyle if he's listening um i used to ask hey i need writers like you could do football basketball whatever cool i was in community college at the time it was again just something to kind of you know the exciting thing to i saw it sort of start to grow a little bit before I got there. And it was, I want to be a part of some, I, I like to build. I've always a big Lego kid. Um, I love playing Sim City, all that kind of stuff. I've always liked to build things. Um, so I jumped on there and then things sort of felt, not fell through there. Uh, we had merged with another site and then that site, that site project kind of fell through and then it all fell through. And like a lost little puppy, I think somehow I struck up a conversation with you and you had brought me into the big house report. Uh, I kind of forget what that process was like, but basically I ended up writing for you there. And then about that sort of stretched into when I had transferred to CMU, which was like, we're talking 
23 or 2013 into 2014 now, which is the tail end of the Brady Hoke era. Mm-hmm. You get an offer to jump over to Maze and Brew, and I take over the Big House Report. Yep. And that's it's kind of the first step in our paths crossing quite a bit. Uh, but what I guess what I wanted to ask was so about I was about to ask what about what time did Maze and Brew come about, but I just said it. So <laughs> I guess overall. Maze and Brew, what was that experience like for you? Because uh, forgive me if I'm uh, back then, Zach Travis was running the yep. site. And I believe you were just doing, was you just doing recruiting roundups or how did that work? Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I, I owe Zach a lot. And the real OGs of, of Maze and Brew will remember, you know, the Zach Travis days, things like that. But um, yeah, I owe a lot, a lot of credit. To, to Zach Travis for giving me that opportunity because without that opportunity, I don't think I'd be where I am at today. But yeah, I, I started, I started out as, um, you know, recruiting roundup guy because uh, Anthony Mantle, who used to do the recruiting roundups had departed. So there was a need there and, and uh, someone who was doing recruiting for them at the time, Eric Rudder uh, suggested me to, to Zach and we kind of linked up through email and um we did that so for you know I, I don't i can't even remember how long i was doing the roundup i think probably a couple months at least and then we kind of that then i kind of struck up a conversation about the about the website you know it said, you know he said that he needed a need um had a need of someone to kind of cover the team because anthony would actually would be you know credentialed to go to games and things like that and you know, this was kind of surprised to me because I didn't realize those guys were actually credentialed. So, you know, I'm like, it kind of a light bulb kind of just flipped off in my head and be like, all right, well, this kind of, this is, this is interesting. So, you know, that, that conversation eventually kind of evolved into me saying, Hey, you know, I'm, this is what I want to do for a living. You know, would you mind if I covered these press conferences and things like that and going to games and, you know, the, he just said, yeah. And, you know, that kind of, that kind of kick started, you know, the real, that's, that's when everything started for me. And I covered, I had covered a game previously um, when I was with the big house report, but through a friend of mine, uh, he had a, a radio station that was credentialed at the time. So I was working under him for that game and kind of posting stuff to, to the website. But that was the real first experience of me, you know, covering these press conferences and going to games and things like that. So yeah, without Zach, without that conversation with Zach, um, you know, who knows, who knows what would have happened, but you know, I'm, I'm glad it, glad it did. And then, you know, that, all that stuff, the big house report days, the early maize and brew days kind of really helped and, and shape me into, into who I am as, as as a professional and, and as a, as a writer, you know, I made my mistakes early. I learned from my mistakes, you know, my, you know, saying dumb things via Twitter, you know, I've, I've, I've gone through those, those days I've learned and, and you, know. you don't, you don't get, you don't grow in this, in this industry, especially as a young guy without having to put out some fires. Yeah. <laughs> I'll say oh, that yeah, right now. Yeah. And there, there were plenty of fires I had to, I had to put out in my, in my early days, but, you know, I'm glad those, those fires happened because, you know, those are, those are great, 
learning points and kind of, you know, beacons to look back and be like, Hey, this is, you know, this, this helped you to do this. And, you know, this taught you to do this. So yeah, I mean, all the negative, negative stuff that happened, I'm, I'm glad it did. And, and, and yeah, and then that Mason Brewer opportunity, I, you know, I, I wouldn't be where I'm at today without it. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Yeah, it's funny that, yeah, yeah, come onto the site. Uh, take over the site. Be the managing editor. Go to these games the year that Shane Morris concussion gate happens and the Utah four-hour rain delay game game happens (laughs) like you that that is a baptism by fire what that season was and about the time that that season started you had talked me into leaving the big house report and doing recruiting roundups and first of all talk about a character building experience i come on to maize and brew in that whatever summer or fall of 2014 when things were really starting to go south with the hoke era and you asked me to be the, the like the recruiting writer <laughs> or roundups guy. Yeah. And that was when the recruiting class is absolutely falling apart. Yeah, so right. um that is sort of where I learned how to get creative. So but from there, so we're talking we're into fall of like twenty fourteen now. And then probably about mid to er- or early to mid summer twenty fifteen, I was on my way to a recruiting camp and I got a call from you saying that Sam Webb has just offered me a spot with the Michigan Insider back when you, they were, you know, back when you guys were scout. Yep. Um, so how, basically, how did how what was that process like? And and people don't realize this too, but up until like you can correct me if I'm wrong, but until like a few years ago, you were still like working not a I, I won't say a full time job, but you had another gig that you were still working too, in addition to. Now you're working for Sam Webb, who is like, you know, it's the Michigan insider. Like he is the Michigan insider, Mm -hmm. Uh, him and Steve. um, It's funny how in a roundabout way, after all this time, those two guys have been the top two and now they're working. You guys are working together. Mm -hmm. Um, So what was that process? Yeah, no, actually, you know, it's funny because I was about to mention that all this work that we're doing is also, you know, obviously you had, you had school. Um, I was working full time. I was I was working full time. I was working for Lowe's. I worked for Lowe's. I don't think I even I never mentioned them once on social media that I was working full time. <laughs> so I like I just I did a good job of pretending well, that my focus was squarely on you know the blogs and stuff. That's like that. that's part of it too. I did I was working at landscaping and landscape supply for literally like eight years right. while doing all of that writing work plus going to school. Yep. So like 
sometimes it's it's kind of like the Bruce Wayne Batman type thing. Yep. Like you're this 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 guy's is is you. This mask that you put on is you. Right. And the facade is the worker at Lowe's or the worker on the landscape crew or whatever. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I worked there for seven years. I uh, was a receiver of stocker. I stocked shelves. Uh, my shift is was 4 a.m. to 1 p.m. Monday through Friday. Oh. So I was I was oh fortunate God. enough to have weekends off, and I was also fortunate enough, enough to have cool bosses that would allow me to, to go to Monday press conferences. Um, you know, then that, that was it. I didn't go to, I didn't go to the rest of the availabilities the rest of the week. Um, you know, it was always the, the head coach Monday press conferences that I would go to. So, yeah, I mean, all of that. And, and I worked for Lowe's for probably another year when, uh, with, with Sam and which, which gets me into the, the scout days. Um, it, it's funny because that wasn't the first time that scout had approached me, um, to, to work with them. Um, I was with maize and brew and, and we actually, which kind of leads into we'll, we'll reverse a little bit because this kind of leads into how I got the, uh, managing editor position at maize and brew. Um, I was working, I was working with, with maize and brew. Um, you know, I was kind of, I was kind of Zach's number two guy, uh, for the site. And I get a call from, or actually a text message from Alan true. Um, you know, he, he tells me, Hey, Sam's interested in, in bringing you on the team as an intern. You know, that's something that you'd want to you want be interested in. And I'm, I'm like, well, hell yeah. You know, obviously that's, that's something I want to do. You know, who wouldn't want to do that? And so we, we talked eventually, but it just, it just didn't work out. You know, I, I was like, yeah, I kind of like this, what I'm doing now. It, it kind of made more sense. So Sam and I, you know, go our separate ways. I, I talked to Zach about this opportunity and then, you know, he goes, Hey, you know, I, I want, I want you to be co-managing editor of this site. I want you to help me because, you know, he, he had his own career as well and kind of lost he, that, that was taking up most of his time. So, which eventually led me to be the co-managing editor. And then after that, he departed the website completely, which, left me to be the number one guy so fast forward maybe a year and a half later um alan texts me or calls me again um and 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 says hey you know sam you know wants you on his team you know as a a writer and um it was the process was ongoing you know we talked probably for a good month before I, I received the contract and things like that and you know signed it and here I am. I, I, I join, you know, the Michigan Insider and Scout, you know, Jim Harbaugh's first season at Michigan. So um yeah, it was it was a whirlwind, you know, it, that from, from Mason Brew to, to Scout, you know, it, and that was and, and the Scout opportunity was only part time as well, because I have ended up getting a desk job, an office job in marketing um that's right yeah, i remember yeah that. in marketing so i was doing that and that was a nine to five so i was kind of you know i was i told sam i'm like hey i can't make this this noon thing but you can send me audio but i can go to tuesday night availability so i'm going from you know 5 p.m to, for, to where i to where i worked driving all the way to ann arbor availability that started like 6 15 or whatever it's 
you know, it's just, it's crazy turnaround. So, yeah. And, and so, yeah, that, that's, that's kind of the, the scout days, you know, it's just a lot of that was, you know, me grinding my ass off doing two jobs and then obviously traveling and, you know, doing the, doing the, the regular stuff on the weekends too. I didn't even mention that going to away games and, you know, going, going oh, yeah. to away games for basketball and then the tournament and all that stuff, you know, couch, you know, working around my uh, paid vacation time and things like that. It's just, it was, it was crazy. It was absolutely wild. It's a wild time. Um, I don't know. Looking back, I don't know how I survived <laughs> to be honest with you. I mean, it, it, was, <laughs> it was crazy. Oh, dude, I hear you. Like it's, um, and then obviously now you're, you've been, you've been, you've remained with Sam mm-hmm. as recent as well. How, what year is this under the merger? Uh, Scout was purchased by 24 seven sports. who's owned by CBS sports. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know that cause I am now a former employee. Uh, but, uh, like, what is this year two, year three of that arrangement? Um, it's, uh, I think it's year three. It feels like year three. Yeah. I think it's year three. Um, so it's funny how, like, obviously I, I joke, you know, you and I joke about this all the time, how I sort of have like, I, I call it riding your coattail, so to speak, because you leave, <laughs> you leave Maze and Brew to work with Sam. And then I take over Maze and Brew or I took over, I took over the big house report. You leave. I take or you leave Maze and Brew. I take over Maze and Brew. Mm-hmm. Um, another little six degrees of Kevin Bacon thing. Like obviously you guys eventually became part of that 24 seven sports family, which is where you still are at today. Part of my first season, you talk about your first season being the gym first year of the Jim Harbaugh era. Mm -hmm. That was my first year running the site. My first time ever coming to games. I mean, you talk about the sacrifices that you made. I was still a student at central Michigan at the time. And I would leave Mount Pleasant the morning of the game and make the two, two and a half hour drive down. And then after the game was over, I'd drive, I'd either, well, so where I live now is where I've lived my whole life kind of in that same area. Mm-hmm. So sometimes I'd stay home. Uh, a lot of times I would just drive back. So we're talking, you know, those are at least eight or nine hour days in Ann Arbor plus four to five hours of driving each way. Like those are, that's kind of the things that we do yeah. like the sacrifices that that you make like being especially early on and you know it's funny like i said you you being with 24 7 now last you know up until uh, as of earlier this month now i'm now full-time with maze of brew but for the three years i was with cbs and 24 7 that was an opportunity i got because your co-worker steve lorenz i sat next to in the press box mm-hmm. at michigan that first year or two and he clued me into, hey, they're hiring for NFL. Why don't you, you know, look into that? And he got me in, in contact with the right people. And then I worked there for three years. And then, you know, now we're back. So it's like, it's one of those things where one way or another, like you and I have not exactly been able to escape each other. <laughs> not that, not that I want to, so to speak. Right. But uh, it's kind of, you know, different but very similar paths in terms of. Um, you know, the sacrifices, the um, sort of the things that you've done to get there. And obviously like Mesa Brew now is much different than what it was when you've been there. Oh, and yeah. it's hard to believe like this is even, you know, to be anywhere five years is is a big deal. And, and now obviously I'm, I'm here for that and beyond. But um, like I said before in the open, like 
we don't need to get into all of it, but there is no, there is no me without the opportunity you gave me. Mm -hmm. So I have always been appreciative of that. Um, and it's always been, um, it's always a genuine, like it it is a genuine pleasure to, to still be here and and that we're even here having this conversation right now. Cause like you, like you said, you could be working in marketing, uh, before I got the 24 seven job. I literally, I was, I literally interviewed for a job, like, at a paper company, like the office, like I was going to be like a paper salesman. <laughs> like there is a, it, somewhere in the multiverse, you and I are not doing yeah. this, but this is the timeline where it happened. And like, I'm, I'm insanely grateful for that. Yeah. Yeah. There, there were, there were many times back in the early days when we wanted to give up, but you know, I'm, I'm thankful that I had a support system to kind of, uh, keep me going good friends um a girlfriend at the time that that was that was supportive in in my dreams and things like that 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 helped a lot you know if i didn't have that i probably would have just quit and gave up but yeah i mean it's it's a why it was a wild time um looking back it just is it it doesn't yeah it just doesn't seem like that much time has passed but it it really has it's just yeah it's just wild yeah. And uh, well, thing, I had a question you know, here. And the thing that's crazy too is that you know it's weird that you know you look at you look at the there's not that many blogs out there these days. Like there's no, there's not that many like, people that you know maybe that we're just not not seeing it or not becoming visible. But I, I wish they would because it's awesome to see people grind through. I mean, obviously the daily kids. Are, are good examples of people who grind through the system and, and go on to. Oh God, those those kids are machines, yeah. and they're not kids; they're young adults. Like, but my God, like every year it's four new kid, like new students, and they all like they're worker bees. Man. Yeah, it's yeah. it's really awesome to see. And um, like I said, like that's a great point too. Like we go to these media availabilities. Like obviously, game day is a little bit different. Everybody who's I won't say everybody who's anybody, but not that Michigan is lax with their media policies, but pretty much anyone who asks for a credential that isn't, you know, chat sports, I'll call them out, is going to get one. Mm-hmm. So we see a lot of different people, but when we go to these like media availabilities and press conferences, there's generally speaking like what, maybe 10 to 15 people there. Um, it's a, it's a pretty small, it's a pretty small group yeah. and like, that's and like, yeah, there might be 10 to 15 people there, but you guys will have two or three guys. Um, like I said, the daily always has a couple people there. Like we're, you know, I, I don't saying that we're lucky seems or sounds might be over. I mean, we are lucky, oh, absolutely. but it's just like, it's, it's, I haven't even really thought about that. Like this is, this is me experiencing that aha moment. Yeah. There. And I, I remember the Not days. Only- I remember the, the days when I was with the Big House Report, where I was denied credentials. I was denied credentials for football, basketball. I even applied for hockey, and I was denied too. So, you know, I, I remember those days where, you know, where I was told no, and that kind of helped me. That that kind of fueled me a little more too to kind of, you know, become not necessarily i guess recognized but i i always told myself i had a little motto i told myself is like i wanted to be i didn't want to walk into a room and have to introduce myself you know i wanted to be 
recognized. Not in a cocky way, like recognized off the street, but respected by my peers, or at least they know who well, I you am. You don't want to walk into a room and someone goes, who the hell is this, right. you know, right. jerk, jerk. Right, exactly. And, and yeah, that's, that's more of what I'm trying to get at. You know, I, I don't want to be... Nice yeah. on the street, <laughs> you know. It's just, I want to. Oh my God, that's Josh Hedge. Yeah, right. If that ever happens to me, I'd be like, "Oh, dude, you need." To, I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Well, you know what? Hey, you know what? You, that's that's a good way to get a lot of free beers in downtown Ann Arbor. Yeah, uh, you that think, is true. That is yet to happen, many, but we'll we'll see. Maybe well, one day. How many how many free meals or beverages like? There's got to be people out there that have bought Sam Webb a beer, right? Oh, absolutely. There's got to be. Yeah, there's got to be. <laughs> I mean, anywhere I go, Sam, someone recognizes him. I was at the airport. We came off a flight in Detroit. Came off a flight. We landed in Detroit. Came off a flight, and someone that was sitting there recognized him. Um, the, uh, the, the 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 security guard, the not the ETA or whatever, the uh, the guys that that check your ID and, and your plane ticket before you go into Oh, the TSA. TSA. Thank you, yes. The TSA check-in guy who checks your ID and, and, and signs off on your uh, boarding pass. Recognize Sam and started asking this question. So it's like... It's like <laughs> Not, TSA sir, where's ticket. your destination? Right. What's your destination today? It's, right. sir, uh, so what, like, are we on commit watch? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm like, you are going to win this show. That's, that's kind of the thing <laughs> you get, but... Yeah, that was kind of the main uh, model. I forgot what my original point was. I kind of went off on a tangent there. But the, the main thing that right. fueled me is that I wanted to get to a point where, you know, I, I at least, at the very least, was respected by my peers. I don't know if I am. I mean, I'm, I'm sure probably people talk. You are. Crap you are. About me I mean, I. All the time. So. You, you are. <laughs> you, I, you are. Um, and, and that's where I'm happy that I am down there full time now because I feel I never, you know, and I've talked about this before on the other pods we've done. Like I've always felt like I've always had just one foot in the door because mm-hmm. it was me doing it with school or me doing it in conjunction with NFL stuff. So I would maybe I'd be there for games and then maybe maybe one presser during the week. Yeah. Um. So I was I, I was I felt like, you know, I, I definitely. I'm, I'll just put it this way. I'm glad that I'm going to be a little more recognized down there now. Um, yeah. It's just nice to have that peace of mind that like I'm here because not only I, I earn this, but I'm supposed to be here sure. and I'm expected Absolutely. to be here. Um, so I, we've, we've kind of gone over a little bit here, but I don't care because uh, it's my show. So we'll do whatever I want. I run the site. So who's going to, who's going to, who's going to scold me. But uh the last question I had sort of had, um, mm-hmm. and I'm not, I'm going to change it from a question because I was going to say, what advice would you give to someone looking to break into the industry? But I think we've sort of talked through this in that, um, in both of our stories, I think there, there are really to me three, there are three things that you know, everyone has their different path. I mean, we've done, we've seen a ton of successful people roll through, you know, obviously, well, first of all, I'll say this. If you if you want to write, first of all, start just start writing. Yeah, that's first and foremost. Just write somewhere. Yep. Um, and then, really, uh, if the next step is kind of sending someone at Mason Brew a writing sample, because if you're someone who's like has aspirations to get into the industry, like not to pat our own backs or anything, but it's you now, it's me now. Mm. I mean, 
uh, I'll shut them out. Like Brandon Justice, Evan Petzold, those guys have, have done some some things. We're all we're Mason Brew alumni, so to speak. Um, Alex Colage, who's the uh, kind of the betting guy, was a Mason Brew guy for a while. Um, first, if, if you're first of all right, and then if you think that you're good at it and your work is good, send me a writing sample first of all. But that's that's aside the point. Um, the, the one thing is, first of all, just start writing. Second of all. Be adaptable, be open-minded, be coachable, Yeah. open to feedback, open yep. to reception. Um, and the third thing is kind of like, you're going to like, I, I hate, there was this kind of debate that popped up on Twitter in the last year or so about, oh, well, uh, people exploiting young workers working for free is wrong. But like, you know what? Like the fact of the matter is, and, and I know we're kind of in this PC culture where everyone wants to be taken care of and everyone's kind of, and people like for good work, good work deserves to be rewarded. But at some point you have to do good quality work and you're probably not going to get paid for it. So don't expect the money. Don't chase the money. Uh, always kind of have a backup plan. But like, if you know what you want to do, just, just do it and, and take, take risks, gamble on yourself. Um, I could have, I could have been a paper pusher. You could have been, a marketing guy. You could have been store manager, regional manager at Lowe's or something like okay. if you have, if you have a dream, um, just, just go for it, man. Like life is too short to, to not take, to not gamble on yourself. And I think that again, as egotistical as it sounds, I hate this. I think you and I are like examples of that. And mm-hmm. Not that I can, not that I consider us equals. I'd say you're a little more ahead. Oh, um, you're somewhere that I'm st- no, I'm just saying, like, you're somewhere where I'm working. To, like, you got double the Twitter followers, man. Or triple. You have triple the Twitter followers. Like, not that that's a gauge for anything, but you're respected, my friend. You're respected. You're respected, and your work is good. So, um, I guess any, like, of, of all of that, like, do you have any final thoughts on kind of the industry or, or tips or really just – Anything you want to hammer home before I close this out? Yeah, I mean, I know a lot of people are down on the journalism industry. Obviously, papers are, are laying off workers, you know, left, right, and center. But you know, digital media, I, I, I feel confident, and maybe that's just you know me working underneath the twenty-four-seven umbrella that kind of makes me have this confidence. But I'm, I'm confident that digital media is going to keep advancing. You know, in the future, and there's always going to be opportunities for any young guy, um, or young guy or girl. Um, you know, get out there, grind. You know, make your make yourself heard. I guess don't, and that doesn't mean you know, get into someone's DMs and blow them up to the point where you're bugging them or you have to hear them. Um, you know, you'd rather do that organically. Um, you know, and, and, and don't be afraid to, to ask for advice. You know, if there's people, there are people out there that are willing to, to, to give advice and, you know, to people who are willing to listen. And, you know, I've, I've said this on Twitter multiple times, but, you know, my DMs are always open for people who want advice or, you know, need, you know, something looked at or whatever, I'm always willing to, to look at it or give advice. To, to someone who wants to break into the industry, it doesn't, it doesn't matter who you are um, or what you want to do or what you want to write about. It doesn't even have to do with Michigan. I'm, I'm happy to, 
to give advice and, you know, and, and not every way or not my way isn't the right way, you know, isn't necessarily the way to do it. You know, your, your path isn't necessarily the right path that everyone should take. It's just, everyone has their own path and it goes naturally, but just work hard, you know, just grind. Be, like you like you mentioned, be coachable, you know, be willing to take advice and not take it personally and, and you know, and, and to, to, to grow from it. Um, but yeah, I mean, just grind, man. That's that's basically what I did. I, I grinded. I, you know, I, I, I worked hard. Um, I was passionate about what I was what I was doing. And again, that's not the secret recipe to become whatever you want to become. You also have to have some lucky breaks along the way. But you know, the, the work to kind of help you facilitate those lucky breaks is also incredibly important too. Well, I'll say this, and this will kind of be my final thought. Fortune and breaks, this is like one of my favorite sayings. Fortune favors the well-prepared. And you were well-prepared. feel like I was well-prepared. And hey, you could could be just like us. You could be these these handsome journalist boys (laughs) uh, as we are. Um, So talk about your DMs being open on Twitter and things like that. So where can the people find you on Twitter? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Josh Henschke, H-E-N-S-C-H-K-E. You can find all my great hashtag content there. <laughs> there is a lot of it, too. Like I said, <laughs> you're, you're still a grinder. This is a man who's not rested on um, – he's not been like, ah, I've made it and just stopped working. This dude still no. still works. So um, we've been talking to Josh Henschke, managing editor over at – uh, 24-7 Sports, the Michigan Insider, works with Sam Webb, Steve Lorenz, all the guys over there. Uh, I've been Anthony Broom, uh, the managing editor. Well, I'm not the managing editor anymore. I, my title is Team Site Producer. Oh, that's um, Yeah, a little, little upgrade, a little, pre- little prestige there. Yeah. Um, still that's waiting on that wow. blue check mark. It'll come, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you can follow me on Twitter at Anthony T. Broom. Obviously, follow the website at Maze and Brew on Twitter. Uh, we're trying to get the Instagram page rolling. You can find us on there, Maze and Brew SBN. We're on Facebook. Uh, our podcast, you can get wherever they, wherever you get your pods. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. Uh, you name it, we're there. Uh, so that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, like I said, remember to scru- subscribe, leave a five-star review for all of our shows. Uh, this was good. I enjoyed doing this. And we're going to be talking to a lot of people in kind of, I've already got some people booked for the next few weeks that uh, not that Josh wasn't exciting, but I'm pretty, I'm, I'm excited to talk to some new people. I see Josh all the time. So um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know about that, but uh, maybe you'll see I'm full time. Now you're going to see a lot that more is, of me. So you might. It's a good point. So, uh, <laughs> well, that's going to do it for us here today. Uh, next time we talk will be after Michigan takes on middle Tennessee state. Uh, We will have a little post-game podcast up for you uh, whenever we get around to it. It will definitely be ready to go by Sunday morning, give you something to listen to into the Labor Day holiday. So, And then we'll be back with our five days of show next week. So thanks for listening. Uh, Thanks to Josh for your time, and we'll talk next time.